I always find it funny because that's kind of like that's the whole thing, right? Like that's the accessibility. What this I don't remember these strange I, I movies think... <laughs> <laughs> with uh, the to- Tommy Tommy Wizzo Tommy Wizzo's channel. It's just <laughs> <laughs> just him. <laughs> Tommy Wizzo teaches soccer. <laughs> Tommy Wizzo teaches soccer. Gosh, <laughs> oh, that'd be so bad. For- Hey there, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the world of Super Agile Bros. It is good to hear from you guys. I guess not hear from you guys or see you guys, but to know that you guys are listening to us is good. (laughs) Um, As you guys know, it's me, Bradston, um, with the fellas. Uh, We got Kyle in the building. Kyle, tell the people, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? And of course, we have the Steve himself. What's up, Steve? What's going on, brother? Macaroni, macaroni. Ooh tunes absolutely i like the tunes i like the uh the little jig there that was nice but uh, you know hey i had macaroni with thanksgiving oh Oh, yes didn't we all everybody 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 had macaroni that's what i was excited about if it's not there then you're not having thanksgiving so Mm -hmm. yeah you know happy thanksgiving to everybody um we are actually recording this i guess the week after thanksgiving when you guys hear this may not be the week of thanksgiving but we'll see (laughs) it just depends how we decide to be because we're crazy but um yeah today's gonna be interesting fun and a good one um i think uh i think steve suggested this one and i agree this is gonna be cool uh we're gonna be talking about uh playing games video games that would be with uh, our significant others or our friends and families who are not game players and what that's been like uh that experience and i know we all have different experiences i have a few stories i definitely want to tell along the way but um yeah i guess um steve you know you you were missing last week we missed you anything you want to say to the people before we get started Oh, yeah, exactly. I'd... We don't want to hear it. Thank you. So let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> no. Oh, no, that we're... was dirty. <laughs> oh, man. No, what were you going to say, Steve? Go ahead. Oh, I forgot. Well, no, exactly. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I always hate when people do that. The, the kind of like pe- passive aggressive. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. Say it, please. Say you it. remember. <laughs> I remember exactly what it was. Uh, I was going to say, I wish I'd been here, but. I don't wish strong enough that I went back and listened to the episode, so I have no idea what you guys talked about. I'm looking forward yeah. to going into it fresh. Yeah, we didn't release a, a, an episode on Thanksgiving week, so technically you, you haven't even heard it, you know. So yeah. well, it'll it'll come out very soon. So anywho, let's go ahead and get this boy started and up in here. Uh, so I guess the question out the gate is, I guess, you know, like just we just set the baseline. What what does it mean to have a what does it mean to be a non gamer? I guess a non game player for you guys because I feel like we probably have all played with different people of yeah. different skill levels of da 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 da. But some of them we probably consider them gamers, or some of them not. So I guess you know for you guys, what what makes somebody a non gamer? You know, uh, I guess I'll start with Kyle because I heard you say it. Ooh, so I think. I think this is a very loaded question because I think there are people who like to play video games that would consider themselves gamers but aren't very good, no matter how much they try. And so there's a place for them. But I think an actual non-gamer is just somebody who also doesn't have the fortitude to be able to play a game, but also isn't very interested either. Mm. Okay. 
Sounds okay. simple, succinct. What about you, Steve-O? Uh, I would say it is somebody who who uh, does not seek out games. And I don't mm. mean video games. I just mean games in general. So like in terms of tabletop games, I'm not really a gamer. I'll play with you if you want to play Catan for the millionth time, mom. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Steve's mom. <laughs> hey, mom. Uh, but yeah, just someone who does not seek out games or gaming experiences, even if you are occasionally willing to play with your friends, you're not, that, doesn't, that doesn't necessarily make you a gamer. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think I would agree with you guys for the most part. Um, I mean, maybe the only addition I'd add is that I think it would be somebody like it's hard because, for example, my mom, she does seek out games like on her uh, Kindle or whatever it's called. Like her her Kindle can play games. Like so an e-reader? Yeah, her e-reader. It's a and tablet, not, a, not an e-reader, right? No, it's an e-reader. Hundred <laughs> percent. It plays games. It, it, yeah, I didn't know it Kindle's... has games, and the games Man. are ninety percent of them are word games. Of course. Like, and they're very simple. They're like Sudoku type. They're like fill in the word, kind of scrabbly, kind of like those kind of games. Mm-hmm. And she seeks those out. Like, I'll come over. I'll, you know, when I go home, I'll be like, "Oh, mom, what are you playing?" She's like, "Oh, I just found this game," and I'm like, "Oh, like you actively went out of your way because I a hundred percent." Did not put any games on her Kindle. <laughs> I set up her Kindle because it was super, super weird. Yeah, those things up. are difficult to navigate. But I didn't add a game yeah. on there. Like, my mom got went out of her way to find them. And actually, when I bought her the Kindle, one of the most important things was to make sure that she could still play games on it. Because, like, some of them are weird and they don't let you use some of the application stuff. So, anyway. Snap. So, yeah, but but I wouldn't consider my mom a gamer. Like even though I know she seeks them out, I think, I, I feel like a gamer to me is somebody who identifies themselves as a gamer. Ooh. Like, not by not by their actions or anything like that, but, like, <laughs> it has to be self-described. So I, I don't know what y'all think about that, but that's, so that's what I think. On that, by that token, would mobile exclusive gamers be considered gamers? Like, I remember that was kind of an uprising in the days of... Uh, Angry Birds, like that's mm-hmm. I think that's when the debate was really hot whether or not people who played games on their phone were actual gamers. What do you think? Uh, I think, I think I would say that the the quality of the games are probably low, and a lot of those mobile games tend to be not just low quality. There's something there's something about them that really bother other gamers (laughs) myself included (laughs) i think it's kind of i think it's the like the completely devoted drive towards like popularism or i don't know just Mm. just having having like really basic mechanics really basic gameplay just whatever it takes to just have the most users engaged and not really offering like necessarily like the best experience or yeah you know, all the things I love about games aren't really things that make them popular for everyone else. Like the lowest uh-huh. denomination of interest that people would have in games. But you would still consider them gamers. Sure. Like, I mean, gamers. I think especially if they're passionate about it. Like if they're like, oh, I love Clash of Clans. Like I put 800 hours into my Farmville farm. Like, so that right, counts. you know, I'm going to join you, but 
You're a gamer. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say mobile gamers, as I said, mobile gamers are gamers or mobile game players are gamers because, like, if I was a kid, I'd probably be a mobile mobile game player because, mm-hmm. like, it's accessibility versus, like, Ooh. what I want to play. Like, when I was a kid, I mean, we had this conversation before, like, Flash games that were in the web browser. Like, I didn't have a PlayStation or a PlayStation 2. I had a Nintendo and a Nintendo 64, but we had very few games because, you mm-hmm. know, like, my parents would only buy a game every once in a while. So most of my gaming experience from, like, 8 to, like, 15 was on the web like random flash games stick fighting games volleyball whatever it was you know um so i would definitely say it doesn't really matter what medium you use it's maybe more about accessibility what type of gamer you are um and maybe what you were introduced to first you know mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah and i think and like i said earlier like that could include any games like if someone really loves playing basketball like that, that's that's kind of its own thing but in the broadest sense of the term yeah you're a gamer i know i know guys who have spent you know a thousand two thousand dollars on all these like fan, high fantasy like board games not not like dungeons and dragons but mm-hmm. just every board game imaginable things i'd never heard of never seen before since uh you know they're instead of books they just have shelves full of board games oh yeah so you're certainly a gamer well, I, I would say that maybe I disagree on the whole, if you're a basketball player, you're a gamer, because I feel like sports, though they are games, like, in mm-hmm. a sense, I think that the fundamental difference is like a gamer game is a game that fundamentally is kind of against reality in some aspect, right? Like, when you play basketball, sure. you're actually okay. shooting the basketball, you know what I'm saying? So I think... I'm willing That's, to draw that line. I was just yeah, trying to be trying yeah. to be inclusive, I guess. No, no, I, I totally understand <laughs> what you're you? saying. But <laughs> I think for my definition of what a gamer is, I would definitely say like LeBron James just because he can dunk on people and, <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Um, I wouldn't consider him a gamer unless he was playing NBA 2K13 or something. So gamers cannot be athletic. They can be. They can be. <laughs> It is inclusive. No, they can't. <laughs> no, they it can't. Is inclusive, but that's how you know someone's a gamer. If flabby, <laughs> flabby. <laughs> you know. So, um, okay. I mean, I, okay. So, I guess just as a terms of consensus, would we say that a general term is like, like, I guess it's object. It's not objective. It's subjective. So, you, we have our subjective terms. I'm not going to even try to like summarize it, but like basically what I heard. Well, I'm going to try and summarize, but I'm not going to say that there's a definition definitively. Like, hey, as somebody who doesn't seek out games or just somebody who considers himself a gamer or somebody who, um, you know, kind of is interested in it beyond just like, oh, it appeared in front of me. Like, well, so I said someone who does seek out games. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like somebody who does Got seek it. out games. Got yeah. it. Cool, cool. Uh, sure, yeah. Someone, especially if they're passionate about it. Like if they really, if they're proud or they like to do it with their friends or something like that helps. Yeah, yeah. So so let me let me ask you guys this. Have you ever converted yes, the word converted a non-gamer into a gamer? Like is there somebody that you're aware of in your life who was not into games who is now a gamer? Because of my actions? Yeah, because of your actions or maybe even they were like maybe even a retired gamer. Maybe they used to play back in the day when they were kids and then like now they've picked it back up. 
Um, or, or do you even consider yourself that person? Like somebody who wasn't always a gamer, mm. like, and then came back. Either of you guys ever had an experience of converting a gamer or, or creating a gamer? It's kind of hard to say. Like, I would lean towards like, I guess, being around to reawaken the gamer in people. Like, I've done that, I feel. But all the people that I know of <clears throat> who didn't play games and then did with me and maybe did for some time afterwards when I wasn't there anymore, I feel they all already had kind of an affinity towards games already. And I was just kind of, I guess, the bridge between when they used to play and what they're going to play now. So, yeah. So I, I guess the example in this situation would be like my parents. You know, like when I lived with them, I was the game head. You know, I had all mm-hmm. the all the games in my room or whatever. And I'd, yeah, I'd invite them to play with me. And one thing I kind of took upon myself, even though I was going to do it anyway, was to like get good enough at the game to where I could teach them how to play and make it really simple for them. And... But in a way that, you know, they could really grasp, you know, how to get better at the game so they would get better. And so that would encourage them to play more, too, with me. And, you know, my, and that was when my my I have siblings, but they either weren't into games, they were working or whatever. And my parents would be around. So I played a lot of Smash Brothers with my dad growing up because I showed him how to play that. And so that was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, I never I never thought to invite my family. You know, maybe I did when I was younger, but I think my I'll get back to it later, but my mom was pretty, like, unable to play games just because she gets, like, motion sick. Mm. Um, And so I guess early on I learned not to bother asking her. Fair enough. That's real. Yeah, I mean, I I think my experience is kind of similar to you, Kyle. Like, like, you know, it's funny because as I think about it more, I think there's almost like a, a line in the sand that people sometimes draw when it comes to gaming. Like... Like, somebody will play Monopoly with you, right? Yeah. Somebody will play card games with you. But, like, if you're like, hey, well, you want to play name the game on any system, anywhere, anytime, <laughs> any era, they're like, ah, that's not my type of thing. You know, it's like, I feel like in general, I find that board games and, like, card games are very open and accessible to people. But for some reason, video games, mm-hmm. you know, and, and maybe a little bit more hardcore board games, you know, like the, the Catans and stuff like that. It's sometimes almost a little bit too far. Like, I feel like people decide if they're going to be a gamer depending on, like, what culture has said about gamers. You know, if yeah. it matches yeah. who they want to be, yeah. um, you know, publicly or privately. You know what I'm saying? That happened to me. I remember I was maybe in, like, middle school or high school. And I was at some summer camp, basically summer camp for nerds. Uh, we were over at Clemson. It was like an engineering summer camp. And we would stay in the dorms. And we had like dorm mates. And uh, surprisingly made some friends while I was there. But uh, I remember being invited by some guys to play Dungeons and Dragons with them. Ooh. And I was like, pass. <laughs> you know, just because it because and i remember thinking like hey this seems really complex and i don't really know anything and it seems like there's a lot to pick up that they already know so i would be behind but b dungeons and dragons was just always this like ultra nerdy mm-hmm. like that's fair like not nerdy but like geeky you know just geeky. really really yeah. deep in the in the cruft of nerd culture um and i was like i don't really know if that's for me 
And looking back on it, I don't regret that, but I also am like, I probably would have enjoyed myself if I let myself get into it. Uh, yeah, let yourself oh, have fun, the other reason. Steve. The other reason, to be fair, I was probably really shy, and so I knew that that would take that would be asking a lot of me to like be mm. be energetic and be like open with people. Um, yeah, the so role playing really, aspect of D and D is is pretty uh, intimidating. Like if you never done anything like that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think yeah, like it's weird because like. I definitely am open to pretty much anything, like from a gaming perspective. But I think I've definitely been hesitant when it comes to uh, like Dungeons and Dragons or something like that, too. Because, yeah, I think the bigger thing is the commitment. Like Mm -hmm. I'm down to play like a board game or any kind of video game at somebody's house that I've never played. But like it does feel like you really have to be like, hey, we're going to do this for the next month. You know, and I'm gonna create characters. It's kind of like a like it has to be. It's kind of like a hobby more than it's just purely a game. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like oh, I'm 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 a part of a knitting club. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to show up. You got to have your knitting materials. It kind of feels like that. And of course the (laughs) the the stigma, like Mm. like saying to somebody like yeah, I just came from a D and D session. Like they immediately have like oh, what kind of people you hanging out with? And not to be rude, but like the stereotype is kind of like accurate. Like, oh, for sure. <laughs> like you know, the people who I've tried to play with, and you know, like I, I could totally, totally fit that mo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't met many people who like I play basketball or like something with who are like, "Yo, son, you want to go uh, hit up some D and D real quick?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. You know, of course. On the other outliers. hand. I have I've had some really cool friends that were like, actually, you want to play D and D? And I'm like, oh, you guys do that? Yeah, but that's, definitely. That's outliers. when they're, but that's because they're older and like all the geeky kids just learned how to be normal humans, <laughs> and they kept playing D and D. And I'd say the ones that are kind of that break the the stereotype mold and are cooler, quote unquote, and play D and D aren't as committed as yeah. the ones who are like in the weeds and sure, that's fair. fit. Yeah, the stereotype. Yeah, I think there's like this, this <laughs> lack of a better word, you kind of have to be shameless because <laughs> to be all in, like to become another character, you kind of have to, unless you're an actor, like literally an actor, you kind of have to like take away, like, you know, like think about like, uh, you know, what's his name, playing Thor or whatever. Like, oh, him's like, yeah. yeah, you know, you see him. In, like, if he was out in the street playing Thor and the Thor movie didn't exist, you'd be like, <laughs> yeah. this dude is crazy. But because, like, of the, the framing of it, it feels not weird or quote-unquote geeky. Um, right. So, yeah, I think I think it's the role-playing part that's kind of difficult for me to get into. It's hard for me to get out of my head. Mm-hmm. I think like, movies like the, you know, the, the, how they, the explosion of the DC and Marvel cinematic universes kind of have tipped it to where the geeky side of it with the costumes and the acting mm-hmm. and the, you know, the, uh, having props and all that stuff is like more acceptable, I think, than it was, what, 20 years ago, I guess, when it was at its highest, but, you know, definitely super highest as far as nerdiness, too. I think it's that and the, the popularization of anime. Ooh, I think yeah. I think it's interesting because cosplay, like, I would say like cosplay is super popular and I would mm-hmm. actually say that 
it's still like nerdy, but I don't think it's as geeky as it used to be. Uh-huh. Like, I think it's just like, oh, you're like a person who's really into, like you said, anime or to video games or movies. And since, like you said, movies are like the Marvel movies are super popular. Like you could literally see like somebody wearing a Spider-Man suit and you'd be like, oh, that's super legit, man. Which Spider-Man are you? You know, like and they talk mm-hmm. to you because it's kind of like popular um, in the popular, you know, jargon yeah. mindset. But like, I think even cosplay is so temporal right like you go to a convention a con you might be cosplaying for a day or two or three max but like once again like you in no and a lot of times people don't know who you are right so it's kind of like an anonymous True. event and maybe you make friends but like you kind of just everybody's there but i feel like D and stuff like that is very like it's you you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I don't feel like I, I, I could easily, like, I, I've considered doing cosplay, but I'm, number one, not very artistic and also lazy. So, like, <laughs> if those two were, things weren't a problem, then I'd definitely be doing it. But I, I still struggle more with the D&D side. You know what I'm saying? So, And I think the environment contributes a lot to it, too. Because, like you were saying, the convention, you go there with the expectation you're going to see people in these wild costumes. You know, you're going to see somebody who shouldn't be dressed up as this character dressed up as that character because they like them and you like you respect it because of where you are but then like for D, you're in somebody's house maybe in their kitchen or their basement and everything's like left up to imagination and so like the environment isn't set mm-hmm. to where you know you have the predisposition to accept certain things and yeah. that's also what makes stuff feel weird because like yeah the thor comment too you know if anyone's ever been to new york and you see the costume people on side of the you know out in the street it's it's never like oh cool <laughs> it's like oh i hope you're okay <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're sweating you, a lot iron man you know this is kind of you know we're going to tangent. i definitely want to come back around to our original conversation but i was Please. just thinking about this um you know i don't know how, how you guys have felt about this but i really struggle for some reason pulling out my switch and just playing it in public mm. now I'll just say that I think it's because I really do hate people inferring something about me mm-hmm. or my level of seriousness or adultness because I'm playing a game. I've had to kind of like internally tell myself, just be you. It does not matter. Mm-hmm. You are on the plane. You're in the <laughs> yeah. lobby. You know what I'm saying? Like, and especially if I'm traveling for work, like I'm really like unlikely to pull my switch out because I'm like, Man, what if somebody I'm I, I'm traveling with is actually on my project and they, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Dude, that'd yeah. be sick. Yeah, but but it's the the problem is like people who are non gamers sometimes don't take you. They kind of see you as a like I don't know what it is, but like maybe it's just me making this up in my head. But it kind of feels like they treat me like I'm. Oh, hey there, little boy. <laughs> Immature. Yeah. Immature, I th- yeah. I think games still do have that connotation. Like when they're in in public, I guess, for you to have your Switch or your DS out. It's like, you know, that's a kid's thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it depends on, on where you work or whoever you're around. Because, well, it also probably depends on how much you care. I have zero issues pulling my switch out at the airport or on the plane um or on a train or in a box 
or with a fox. Um, <laughs> I knew it was coming. But, uh, <laughs> there it was. I was like, he's on it now. I'm on it. Um, but yeah, I have no problems with that. But also, I just feel like, so where I work now, we have a at least one or two channels in Slack kind of devoted to talking about gaming. Oh, nice. And they're open for anybody. It's not just like the gamers got together. It's just, it's an open channel. And it's all full of gamers. It's not like everyone's in it. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's ultra active, but the, Mm. yeah it's not super active but the the uh the slice like the gosh what's the phrase i'm looking for i don't know the the slice of people that are part of it you know young and old men and oh, women, demographic the demographic thank you it's pretty varied and no i mean i'm sure there are some people who are ashamed but uh there's also <laughs> some people that i would consider like somewhat senior or somewhat respectable knowledgeable that are like actively in this game or in this game channel and like hey did anyone try the new beta for you know whatever stupid uh <laughs> online free-for-all game there is mm. uh, yeah. and i feel i feel bad actually because everyone is so the demographic is so varied that a lot of people don't play the same game so we keep mm. we keep being like oh is anyone playing uh, uh you know deep rock galactic and no one else is playing deep rock galactic <laughs> so it never goes anywhere but hey it's there we talk about it that's cool yeah. yeah, I would. I think part of it for me stems from. I, I'll go to. I'll say I don't have an issue either. Steve, um, bring uh, you know, taking out my switch in the airport or on the plane, or if I have it with me, and I know the battery is charged, I'm like, right. you know, I'm I'm gonna use it. But I will say that I empathize with Brad as well. You know, I think about it though, because yeah, when I, I was growing up, we you know we had Game Boys, Game Boy Colors, Game Boy Advance, whatever. And there came an age where people would comment if you had it out in public. And, you know, nobody would say, hey, you don't need to be doing that type of stuff. But they would say, you know, oh, aren't you a little old for that? Or mm-hmm. are you what are you doing playing Pokemon over there? And, you know, getting the getting teased, yes. I guess, is, is kind of put like a, a sore spot as far as, yeah, like what? Because people won't say anything, I guess, anymore nowadays. But it's like, you know, in the back of your mind, oh, somebody just looked at me, grown man over here with my Switch out, and saying, wow, he must really don't, he must really not have his life together if he's just sitting there playing Pokemans, you know. Mm. 100%. Actually, I really agree with that. I think a lot of it does come from trauma. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, you know, growing up, community I I grew up in, like, you know, shout out to one of, to to the homeboy Rob, because back in the day, he used to play Pokemon with me, but he'd have to come over to my house, to my crib, and we'd play against each other. Because he's a little bit older than me. He was, like, in high school, and I was in, like, middle school. And I know not many people played Pokemon with him in high school. So he didn't really have nobody to play with. And him just pulling out his Game Boy or something would probably be seen as lame. You know what I'm saying? From where we are from. And I feel like the same. Like, you kind of age out of that stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, in high school, like, me and my friends used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! It's like, y'all playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Y'all boys lame, <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's yeah. like, but at the same time, like, I could kick it with anybody. It's not that I'm cool or lame. I'm just me. And I think I still have that, uh, that still ri- resonates in my head. Like, it's real easy for me to pop out a, a UFC MMA fight out in public and be watching it. Because I'm like, yeah, this is cool. You know, sweaty dudes punching each it's other. It's manly. <laughs> it's manly. <laughs> you know, but it's definitely hard. I mean, it's definitely conscious and... Um, you know, I think there's other things behind that that I'm not going to get into, but yeah, yeah, it's, I was just wondering if anybody else, it doesn't sound like you guys as heavily as me, but 
you're probably it may be in there somewhere in your brains. You know, um, I wish some old lady would approach me and be like, "Young man, don't you have anything <laughs> better to do?" And just hand her a controller. Get on these sticks. I'm about, give you, I'm about to give you these hands, old lady. Final it's destination. Like, you know what? You know what? here's the controller. Come on, come, come in here. We about to play some Smash and just spike her <laughs> into oblivion. <Yeah. laughs> like I'm in the middle of a boss fight in, in like Digimon or something, and I stop the game, don't save, open Smash. It's like let's go right now. Let's go right now. Come on, you got right something now. to say? He's like, you know what? I fight you in the game, then in real life. We'll see yeah. if who's really lame. <laughs> it's like chess boxing. <laughs> then she three stocks you. Oh in, my god! In both. In both. <laughs> yeah, she takes all three of my lives. I R L. <laughs> so so speaking of old people uh i wanted to come back to uh, kyle's statement about his parents mm. um so parents? Y- yes in, in some form <laughs> um you know I, I don't i think we're not in the era of being born in um laboratories like in gestation cubes oh uh, yeah you know like we're you're we're, right we're good we speak for good. yourself i didn't do that right. <laughs> but um uh i did want to ask you guys about you know, family and playing games with them and kind of your experience with them, if they're gamers or not. Um, and I, I was going to start with the story <clears throat> when I was like, um, I don't even know how old I was. I was pretty young. I had to be nine, 10, 11, 12. Me and my siblings convinced my parents to play Mario 64. Ooh, right on. I, I don't know how this came about. I have to ask my siblings because <laughs> the fact that we convinced them, my parents are Jamaicans, like video games were not even a, a consideration when they were growing Like there's no time in their life have they ever considered video games. Sure. Like my dad did work for a computer type company. So he kind of knew about computers, but he wasn't into it. So anyway, we convinced them to come down. And I just remember how crazy that moment was because they played the, uh, the first level in Super Mario 64 and it was the um, the the star where you have to beat Big Bomb or whatever. Um, the Bomb King. The Bomb King. And I just remember, like, my mom or somebody, I think it was my mom, got to the top. And she oh. was struggling so hard with <laughs> the controls. She made like, it, though. it was literally the ultimate boss fight. And I, <laughs> and I think she eventually beat him. And we were like, this is incredible. She never played a game again, but... Um, I don't know that that's a moment I cherish like that like cool. my folks tried like they really didn't have to but they tried um that's so awesome. how's, how's it been with y'all with the family members and video games and stuff like that uh I can continue where I left off so uh I don't really remember much about my dad and games but I can tell you yeah my mom was not into it she doesn't really have that coordination she gets motion sick with the 3d games she gets really sick too so it's it's just bad. Um, so, yeah, for a long time, we never played anything with her. She never, she, I don't think she had ever played anything other than like Pong, literally. A few years ago, I think I've told this story, but I'll tell it again. I brought home my Switch for the first time and I had Super Mario, no, no, no. I had Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and I was playing with my brother and I think she just wanted to hang out and we we're like, oh, you should play too. And so we turned on the motion controls, which was terrible, but she Ooh. really wanted it. <laughs> and I have I have video of her, of her and my brother, uh, playing, racing each other, basically. That's awesome. And she's like swerving her controller all over the place, <laughs> and she, she and she's very loud, so she's like scream laughing, you know. And she had the 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 
the little artificial intelligence thing is on, so she doesn't go off the edges as much as she probably deserved. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so she's having a blast, and she doesn't know like she she knows what button to push for to throw items, but she doesn't have the awareness of when to throw them. So she's just constantly pushing the button, and so <laughs> <laughs> and in in Mario Del- or in uh, in Mario Kart, at least in eight. If you don't have an item and you push the item button, the guy blows his horn. Yeah. So you always know when she's coming up behind you <laughs> because you hear the horn <laughs> and your character starts like jumping in his seat. And I'm like, oh, mom's right behind me. Uh, <laughs> and every time she gets hit by a shell, she screams. Every time she gets the boost and passes somebody, she screams. It was so funny. Um, That's great. That's awesome. And she occasionally will play with us again. Hey. That's awesome. Man, that's what I that's what I love about Nintendo, man, is that mm-hmm. for quote unquote non gamers or people who have those, you know, accessibility issues, they're they make their games so like far reaching. Like anybody can play a Nintendo game and have a good time with family. That's yeah. so cool. I don't know how she doesn't get sick. It's a three D mm. game. Mm. Nintendo <laughs> doesn't allow it. You know they they say that if people don't get motion sick if they're driving a vehicle, mm. but but they'll get motion That's sick true. if they're passengers. So I wonder if it's maybe a similar. It's true. She gets sick when she's a passenger. You know, so maybe that's like her being nice. in control of the driving helps a little more bit. or less, and it yeah, connects man. more versus like a first person shooter, which is kind of like what in the world is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Nintendo hundred percent king of family fun because I mean they're. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about y'all, but there was like the Wii era, yeah. When it first dropped, like I can, I kind of forget about it because it feels like a fever dream. But there was a period <laughs> of time where, like, yeah, like everybody was playing Wii Sports, Wii you Sports, know, man. You know, the boxing game, like the bowl, the bowling was the one in my family because the my, tennis, my, man. The bowling was really good. Yeah, like that's that's. So, like, there's a period of time where my whole family was, quote-unquote, gaming. But uh, once the Wii kind of, like, lost its luster and they shipped all those old consoles to um, old folks' homes. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of died the fact that it, The fact that the Wii had a second life as far as, like, therapy. Like, who else has done that as far as games? Not, uh... Nobody successfully (laughs) (laughs) not not just that i i think i don't know this was a long time ago i read some article talking about how they were trying they were doing a a study to see how gaming affected alzheimer's Mm -hmm. and i don't remember what the results were like if there was a strong you know result from that but uh they were testing they were they gave old people i think it was super mario 64 to play Oh, nice. Because it was like, it, it exercises your spatial reasoning and stuff like that. Yeah, I've, awesome. def- I've seen some studies, but they're like not real games. They're like pretty much just glorified experiments. Mm-hmm. Just like games with like, oh, like cognitive recall and stuff. Like, and, and, and it seems from what I've seen, it anecdotally helps older people with their memory, but it has to be consistent. Like they can't, like more or less when they stop, the results, the benefits that they get from it, yeah, it fades seem fast. to fade really quickly, which is interesting. Wonder what that's so about. I, but I guess they're kind of like exercising a muscle. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it might might be like that. Well, Kyle, you were saying that more your p- dad or mom or somebody was more gaming ish. Yeah, so yeah, gamers. 
when my parents were growing up, um, you know, they both had a favorite game, which I thought was interesting. Um, I know, you know, arcades were big when I was super young, but definitely when my parents were coming up, arcades were all the rave rage. <clears throat> and so they they were a rave too. <laughs> yeah, <and> that too. <laughs> and so my mom had a favorite game in Pac-Man. I guess okay. I think it was specifically. I don't know if I don't know if it was either Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man, but mm-hmm. either way, she showed us her skills a couple of times, and she's a beast. And then, oh wow, my dad's game was Galaga, and Ooh. equally as fire on Galaga as my mom was <laughs> on Pac-Man, like just insane. And so, I guess you know it was. It, we didn't necessarily have a whole lot of games in my family, but you know, knowing that they both had a background and a favorite game was pretty cool. And so then, when we when we finally did get a Super Nintendo, um, they would play Goof Troop hmm. together. They'd do the co op, and and me, my brother and sister would watch really? as they play. Yeah, and they'd save the codes, so they'd. Pick up where they left off. They probably I don't I don't know if they ever beat the game, but they got super far. And um, and I was a little kid, so a lot of the levels creeped me out and stuff. I but I vividly remember seeing my parents. You know, both of them had a controller, standing at the TV, and we're all just screaming at it. You know, run this way, pick up the bomb, all kind of stuff. Hmm? That's yeah. This man had the ideal. (laughs) He's living living literally the Nintendo Switch commercial, like, (laughs) like whoa, yo, dad, whoa. Adults playing video games, not on my watch. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because I think about it a lot. Like, what is it going to be like for my children? Like, even even though like there's gaming is pretty popular with you know for people who are maybe ten to fifteen years old older than me. And even people amongst my age who do have kids, a lot of my friends who have children don't have, don't, aren't gamers. So, like, their mm-hmm. kids are kind of living in a quote-unquote normal household. Wow. I only, I only say normal in the sense that traditional, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, but I do have some friends who are gamers. And, like, uh, Rob, for example, you know, he, he has two daughters. And they're gamers. Like, I'm terrified the next time I get to hang out with them. Because I hear about what his daughter's the game that she's playing and stuff, and I'm like, yo, she'll probably work me <laughs> nowadays. Like, especially when <laughs> I was a kid, like if I had the time, I would absolutely be getting nasty at a game because that's like oh, the yeah. only game I'd play, you know. Right. Um, so I sometimes wonder, like, man, I wonder if my kids will be like, I'm gonna play Smash with them, and they're just gonna be like, <laughs> just absolutely op, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. There's probably games. people who. I mean, I guess there already has been, but people who are like determined for their kids to be in esports in the same way that mm. when we were coming up, parents were determined for their kids to be in quote unquote actual sports. Oh my goodness, that's terrifying! <laughs> like, I don't know why that's terrifying, but <laughs> I, I know that's going to happen, and you're 100 percent right. You're right. Yeah i I wonder what hmm, how will that like how will that practically look. I don't know. What do you be mean? buying like the best console, the you know the best PC equipment, you know, yeah. eight hundred refresh rate monitors and stuff. I, I have a feeling what it'll look like is like, I feel like, okay, if you are a pro gamer, like you know, like a pro athlete, likelihood is their child is very has a much higher likelihood of being a pro athlete, right? Like Deion Sanders' kids are, you know, LeBron James, so on and so forth. Um, 
So the first generation will definitely be pro gamers children's, right? They're going to be like, oh, you need to be as good as your dad. And they're going to put them through a regimen, like whatever regimen they were growing up with. But now they can be a coach so they can like modify it, make it better. You can be the better than me better than I ever was at Call of Duty. <laughs> you know yeah. You know, but but I think the only problem is that games are kind of competitive games are kind of faddish in general. Yeah, like, you can't just get good at one and stay mm-hmm. forever. Like you can be a good at fighting games, but fighting games continue to come out. So like mm-hmm. you have to evolve your skills with it. And yeah. but like basketball minus like them changing rules from time to time. Like, it's the same game, you know? Yeah, so, once you're good at it, you're good at it. Yeah. It's the same game. It's also the same league. It's the same, like, schedule and, and like, conferences are all the same. Like, there's not really with, – with games, there's not really anything like that. Like, Evo and maybe, like, one or two other conferences every year are mm-hmm. probably the closest way we have to, like, an NFL or an NBA. Mm-hmm. That's consistent that everyone will tune into. Like, I'm not going to look at the Nintendo Super Smash Bros. Open that's, like, on again, off again every other year. And they change the rules and they have items for some reason. (laughs) Items? Yeah, Nintendo loves items in there. (laughs) Yeah, please get out of here with that, Nintendo. (laughs) They spend so much time on them, we're going to use them. That's that's probably how they feel, honestly. You know, I... I have this weird feeling that what it's going to be like is how MMA has kind of become a thing. Because MMA, like martial arts have existed for hundreds, thousands of years, right? But yeah, like forever. there's been different people in different regions fighting different styles. Uh, and then like eventually people started adopt adopting other people's styles. Oh, you do like grappling stuff. Oh, you do like uh, striking stuff. Oh, you do that, right? Kicking stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, then it became mixed martial arts. And then now mixed martial arts is kind of like just the perfection just one martial art right yeah like it's all the martial arts all the different skills that are mature enough to have practitioners that are considered experts and now they all just kind of filter down into this not that every fighter in mixed martial arts is an expert in every field but there's somebody who could coach them so i wonder if in gaming it what end up happening is like like evo right has all these fighting games and then eventually like somebody would be like hey like let's distill fighting games down to like one thing that we all know works you know Mm. and then it becomes the professional fighting game you know and then there'll be like a professional shooting first person shooter and a professional rts which basically is um what you call it uh uh, point and click uh what's the in South League Korea's. of Legends? Oh, no, League, League of Legends MOBA. Um, gosh, I can't believe I'm StarCraft. Thinking. StarCraft and, you know, like, those games become pretty much, you know, long-term. So I don't know. I wonder if it's, like, 10, 15 years from now, it'll be a different discussion. Like, there'll be a UFC in gaming or something, you know? Mm. So, like, games developed just to be competed? Or yeah. For the competitive purely space? competition. Like, purely competition and... And I think, I think a lot of games are like that now, though. I think the problem is that, like, games are still driven by, like, the the streaming community, it seems like. You know what I'm saying? Like, what game is popular? Have y'all noticed well, that? I mean, to some extent, yeah. But in terms of, like, fighting games, I feel like... Or in terms of, like, RTSs, 
Well, maybe not RTS. I'll just say about fighting games. It really feels like there's a few... Like the new Street Fighters, the new Mortal Kombat... Well, maybe not Mortal Kombat. But I feel like Street Fighter has always been like a competition first. Mm -hmm. Or for a long time has been competition first. Smash Bros., uh, the newest iteration, definitely had an eye on competition compared to its earlier iterations. Local. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, local competition. (laughs) (laughs) you know, there's there's a, there's certainly a push towards in the fighting game scene towards like making a game that's going to compete well so that it has a long life and a big base that you know supports it. Yeah, not necessarily streaming. Yeah, yeah, and I and I wonder if if a, a professional like for me, right? I'm like a casual, not a cat. Well, first of all, I'm I'm not a casual MMA filthy fan. casual. I'm a, I'm a hardcore MMA fan, but because I'm really into MMA. And I never like participated in a martial art per se growing up. Like nowadays, I'm like boxing and like trying to get my like proficiency in striking. So like pulled me in as a person who didn't grow up playing, I mean, fighting or something. I wonder if like a real professional sports. I mean, there's once again, we talked about League of Legends is definitely seems to have a really budding professional scene and same with the fighting games. But like. Something that really hits a mass appeal, like if all of a sudden there's people who were like, oh, I don't consider myself a gamer, but I consider myself a Call of Duty player. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't know. Like, I think it'll come around. It just depends on who gets. I feel like money is going to drive that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. I think one of the things that kind of drives, you know, the sports industry is also the entertainment factor of watching them play the game and there's a low barrier to entry as far as like knowing what's going on when you're watching like say football yeah like you can learn the rules super quickly and then when you're watching on tv you're only seeing one perspective everybody's seeing the same perspective and you're seeing everyone on the field at the same time you know all these different things that kind of don't exist in these multiplayer games outside of you know mobas where you do see a bunch of little people on the on the screen at the same time but like shooters (laughs) They jump around from screen to screen. Sometimes they have a spectator type, you know, flying flying cam. But a bot. Yeah. But like stuff like that I think also keeps people from really engaging with it from just a spectator level. Dude, uh sorry, this is a quick aside. I didn't know this until like earlier this year, but Splatoon two mm-hmm. has a very robust spectator mode. Yeah, it have does. You guys- have you guys done that? It looks it's so good. You can just zoom all over the stage, you can follow people, you can change your angle. It's like it's uh it's really good. I had no idea until earlier this year. It's another one of those hidden features in that game. It's like, man, <laughs> they put a lot of thought into it. They and then did. No one plays it. It's very yeah. good. So I, I think that's that's interesting that you said that, Kyle though, and, and Steve just in general. Because I think like spectator being a spectator in general, it has the the game or the sport has to be accessible, right? Like mm-hmm. you should be like my mom, she cares about football, American football, and she's Jamaican and didn't grow up on American football, right? She grew up on soccer. She came here and like kind of watched it, but the rules to her are simple. She might not know what's happening play to play, but she knows all that matters is that that little weird oblong ball <laughs> makes it into that big thing at the end right so like the objective is clear i think that games suffer from 
like even for like our friends and family who we play games with who are not gamers it's like objectives are kind of obscure yeah like you couldn't objectives and actions and actions like what (laughs) correlates to something right so like you couldn't just sit down like imagine uh like a game you're playing uh steve you're playing deep rock galactic and you know your soon-to-be wife sits down to watch you right sure she may be entertained by like the stuff that you're doing but i bet you she'll be like so what is, what's your goal like why are you doing this yeah and and you're like well in this one i'm doing this you know we have to get the the eggs oh and mm-hmm. now in this one we have to do this we have to like kill these things and this one like immediately like not this i'm sorry i'm not putting on your future wife like this but she might be like i don't care anymore like <laughs> this is too complex too much like yeah you know but no, she's better than that. Yeah, she she better than that. But you know what? I, she would say to you, "I'm done with you." Yeah. So, so, so what she do you guys? Higher standards. I'm done with you. Get out. Throw the whole man out. Get out. So what do you guys think about the idea that like the problem with playing with non gamers in general, like, oh, is that came back to the topic that the games are not accessible? Like games in general are not accessible for for newcomers. Yeah, I'd agree because, like we we we've played Apex a pretty good bit, mm-hmm. you know, three of us together, and we've we had a pretty good team cop going, and then we stopped we stopped playing. But you know, we we watch high level Apex play, and there's even times it's just like like we've said this before on a couple different games, but they're just playing a different game. You know, sure. when we watch them play, and so I think that that's like this like if you've played games for an extended amount of time, you can kind of you know, parse together what's happening when you're looking at anything. But for yeah. somebody who's quote unquote doesn't have totally that filter, fresh. yeah. Totally green. Like no idea what anything is, you know. Yeah. So I think I think you're absolutely right. Cause because that's the thing about football, I think that it's it's in a way, and sports in general, that if you if you know nothing what's happening, eventually you'll see, okay, the guys keep running in this direction. <laughs> Every time they always run the same direction. I don't know, man. And then I one guy I, made it and got a touchdown. So that's how it works. I didn't understand football till college, so I don't know if that's true for football. There's other sports that could make your point better, I think, than football. I agree uh, that there's. I was probably, laughing earlier when Brad I mean, mentioned football being accessible. I'm like, it's not. Well, I think I think that's objective. Uh, personally, I think sports subjective. in general subject subjective. Yeah, my bad. I said objective. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think everything has varying amounts of accessibility. But the fact of the matter is, I think Brad said this earlier, is that they, the rules don't change. And so mm-hmm. that's the important thing. Like you you would have never been able to digest it if when you did come back to it or were willing to True. watch it longer, you know, True. if it had changed. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I would even say like, like using my mom as the example for like football, one of the big things that I think helped her a lot was that like her sons and my dad were into football. Like we, me and my brother kind of brought my dad further into football and then my dad would watch it. So my mom would watch it. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, what's this? Why is he doing this? But she understood that at the end of the day, the goal is to get more points. And if it gets to the end and I feel like soccer, you know, uh, you know, non-american football is um 
it's pretty simple. The ball goes in the goal. You know, the players are just running around like there's forwards and there's centers and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, you just kick in the ball into the goal. <laughs> you know, it's very complex when you play it. But, you know, it's pretty straightforward. The rules are simple. Volleyball yeah. has dead simple rules. Yeah. And I, I love how in movies, usually mm-hmm. I should have started with soccer, but usually like if there's an alien or something on Earth or a kid or somebody lost a memory and they go into a soccer field and they're like, Hit the ball back to me. Get it back to me. They immediately pick it up. And everybody's like, no, no, that's not the rule. That's not the rule. <laughs> like, I always find it funny because that's kind of like, that's the whole thing, right? Like, that's the accessibility. Watching? This I don't remember. Watching these strange I, movies. I think. <laughs> With I mean, the, you're right. Tommy, Tommy, Wizzo, Tommy Wizzo's channel is just, <laughs> <laughs> just him <laughs> trying to figure out soccer. soccer. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau teaches soccer. Gosh. Oh, that'd be so bad. But sorry, what were you saying, Kyle? No, it doesn't matter what he was saying. It doesn't matter. I was effectively just going on a rant about accessibility and how the game is so accessible that they're able to make a joke about it and everybody understand the joke. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because if he made that same joke about League of Legends, it would just seem like the guy's a jerk. (laughs) <laughs> right. Like, no, don't do that. That's not the rule. It's like, sorry, you didn't tell me what the rule was. <laughs> it, it, it's exactly. interesting because when we like, you know, talking about like significant others in games that we that you might play with them, like uh the games that I find when I talk to like a dude who's a gamer and ha- might have a spouse who's not a gamer. I'm specifically saying guys because most of my friends are guys, so I can't really speak from this female, you know, the woman. Yeah, I don't have any female friends. Um, But, like, my male friends, like, they're like, oh, like, my wife doesn't play games. But you know what games we have played together? Like, Overcooked, uh, Mm -hmm. Minecraft, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, like, just games that are, like... Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yes, Mario Kart. Great one. Um, Like, Mario Party. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. to some extent before they you know you guys get angry and start yelling at each other but um <laughs> but i think that's it it's the accessibility right like for example my wife she's i would say like she's a gamer she doesn't it's hard like you have to ask her if she considers herself a gamer but when i you know we got started dating and like became friends i found out she was playing like call of duty by herself like oh she, no kidding yeah she wasn't playing online I was like, oh, so do you play online? She's like, oh, no, I'll never play with other people. I just play zombies. She's like, oh, that's, that's still good. That's cool. And I was like, wow, like you can play a first person shooter. Like to me, that's like if you can play a first person shooter, you're pretty much a competent gamer in my, you know. Uh, yeah. Like, like that's yeah. that's probably the most difficult for people to like get when they first trying to play a game. Um so, Less forgiving than most games. Yeah, because it's like you have two axes that you have to control with joysticks, and you have face buttons, and you have triggers. Like it's really hard to. And you have you know situational awareness, mm-hmm. like because you know, yeah, and you it, can't see and the different weapons that don't necessarily act the way that you would expect per se until you get used and to a them. HUD and a HUD. Oh yeah, with your life and there's so much. So it can be a little bit overwhelming. So I was like, okay, she's good. So like. First game, like, we started playing together, I think, was Overcooked. And that's become our game. Like, hey. like Shiley's about that life. Like, she'll sometimes be like, hey, you want to play some Overcooked? <laughs> you know, like, like she's the one <laughs> initiating, like, the mm-hmm. Overcooked experience. But she only plays limited games. Like, I think she might be right now playing Minecraft as we speak. Um, <laughs> and, like, but those are games that are, like, super accessible and... Like, she won't play Overcooked by herself because it's kind of, like, 
the nature of the game. But like yeah. Minecraft, she'll play by herself and she'll ask me, you want to play? And then sometimes I'm like, hey, I'm going to go do something else. And then she'll just continue playing without me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, uh-huh. And and I just feel like that accessibility is key if, if for, for non people who don't consider themselves gamers. Because if you ask Charlene, she probably wouldn't say she's a gamer. But she might. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what, it, what you guys' experience is like. Because I know for you, Steve, didn't, you know, uh, can't you get into, what was it? Uh, Portal. Was it Portal? No, it was. Yes. Um, was it Portal? We did play Portal too. Uh, she played a little bit by herself. The campaign. We we played through the multiplayer, at least the main part of the multiplayer together. Uh, I think you were gonna ask if she was into Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. That's what it was. Yes. That's what it was. <laughs> she was into that. She's not very. She doesn't like stick to it. And I think that's something I was gonna bring up. Is like. It feels like if I've if I have converted. Oh, we never let me answer the question about converting somebody. Um, <laughs> you don't get to. Yeah, I don't get to. I guess I can do it now. Uh, I feel like to some extent I kind of have converted her because she's into. Like I got her a Steam account. I've bought her a few games. She plays mouse and keyboard. Well, she plays mouse and she plays keyboard and touchpad, which is awful. Um, well, but, uh, w- w- one one quick thing. I would have to say that. Your conversion method methods are essentially like the same methods of like the Spanish Inquisition. Like you just <laughs> like you are now a Christian. Like <laughs> like, <laughs> like here, this is yours now. They're like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, well, I I got her the account so we could play Stardew Valley together <laughs> and Portal Two together because we were long distance dating, and so that was like, you know, one of the mm-hmm. ways we wanted to try to spend time together. Uh. Um, and I caught her multiple times playing Stardew Valley by herself. And Ooh. like, I would be like, Oh, can I like come to, she started a new game. She's like, I'm like, can I, can I come to your new farm? And she's like, no, no, <laughs> I have it kind of worked out. I have my own thing. I don't, you know, I don't need someone else. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I've outgrown you, Steve. <laughs> you know, I already, I already mentioned she married Harvey. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. She has kids with Harvey. <laughs> snap. <laughs> you yeah, blew it. Snap. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Wait, was Harvey the one I, that looks like you? Yeah, apparently he looks like me. I mean, he's he's eight pixels across, so who can say who he really looks so, like? So but. technically, you're her second. You're going to become her second husband. <laughs> yeah, I'm her second husband. Her second marriage. Um, but yeah, I, she. What I what I found is that you know she was into this for a little bit, but over time she kind of just dropped out again. So she was, I guess you would say, like a fair weather gamer, like. If it's convenient and I remind her, like, oh, you know you like this. And she goes, oh, yeah, maybe I'll play it. Yeah, we were pl- yeah. She was playing uh, Ori in the Blind Forest and she got stuck and kind of gave up, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metroidvanias are a thing. Um, but, yeah, she's she's kind of into it. But she's also really particular. Uh, she won't play Minecraft because it looks – because of the pixel stuff. She's like, oh, it, it, she doesn't like, like, the low-bit graphics. Ah. in games which i'm like it's disappointing but okay <laughs> uh, i was playing the demo for rayman legends Ooh. and it was too cartoony oh and i'm like but it's fun like it's <laughs> objective like we're goofing up we're laughing and having fun but then on the other hand she really enjoyed playing unraveled 2 with me Ooh. Huh. so i don't know i don't really understand her taste so I'm looking forward to figuring <laughs> some of that out. You have, have more the rest time. of your lives. You have a lot more yeah. time. Oh, we I I play I started playing playing this brain teaser game called Not Not. 
Uh, and it's not even really a game. Actually, I also got my mom to play this over Thanksgiving break. So that says something. But it's a brain teaser where you basically are just given directions and you have to push one of four directions. So it'll say up, you have to push up, and you have like two seconds to respond. But uh-huh. then the instructions become more complex and they start adding negatives like not up, not Ooh. left, or not, not left, oh or my. not, 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 nothing. Oh my God. And you're like, what? <laughs> you have like a second, two seconds to respond. That's crazy. And uh, so we played that. Game. She came over and we played that. And we were having a good time. We were, t- we were putting, we were like playing back and forth. She would get frustrated. I would pick it up and keep playing. It's like a, it's pretty fun. It's pretty like addictive. And then she really, she's like, oh, it's for free on the Android store. And apparently she's like ahead of me now. <laughs> she just plays it. Nah. I'm like, all right. This girl's become a not, not master. Hey. Not, not. So. so what about you, Kyle? Is Julie, Julia a, a, a pseudo gamer or a gamer? Is she a gamer girl? Have you uh, inquisited her? <laughs> so, yeah, there's been a couple of games that we've played together over the years and i think i've got a a pretty good idea of like her tastes uh, so she likes definitely likes puzzle games um you know and the i say puzzle as a as an umbrella because i haven't weeded it down to which type yet but usually when right. i catch her something playing on something on her own it's a puzzle game like she likes when she plays on her phone it's mostly those games where you're kind of building things up Mm. By acquiring other things and invest investing resources, stuff like that. She's really into those. Mm-hmm. But as far as games we've played together, uh, the first game I have a memory of that she really like invested time and beat me a couple times, like legitimately. Oh. Uh, you might remember this game, Brad. Speedrunners. Oh, really? Oh, Man, yeah. that game yes. is so fire, son. Man, we so, killed that junk. <laughs> so we yeah so when we first downloaded that game you know we had a couple guys who were playing it and we'd play it man for a couple hours Sweet. for a couple of weeks like a couple nights a week it, it was like man it was it was that hotness for a minute and she yeah. saw us playing it and she's like that looks like a lot of fun and you know it was one of those re- really low ro- low ceiling as far as accessibility games and so we we would race sometimes and i went through all the campaign while I was playing with you guys, just to make sure I was, you know, at least second best, if not the best in our crew. <laughs> um, and so she saw me do that. She was like, man, you know. And so then she started playing it uh, with me. And then she started playing it on her own. And I didn't know she was doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it spreads. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would come home from work sometimes and she'd be on speedrunners. Eventually started, she started doing the campaign, got pretty far in the campaign. And she was like, okay, I want to race you now. And we would race, and it'd be intense. Like, we'd do 1v1s. <laughs> and we even oh played a couple gosh. of weeks ago. And when I tell you that she got so good at that game, like, I, I was so proud. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I almost remember. Did, did she play with us one time? Like she, a few, I think like, she did. Yeah, and she was, like, she was getting it. And like, she was fairly new. And I was like, oh, she's, like, pretty decent at this, like, you know, yeah. we've been playing pretty hardcore, and like it was me, you, Antoine, mm-hmm. uh, like we're pretty hardcore. Oh so. yeah. So so yeah, yeah, that's really awesome. And so there was one more game where she's done that, and it was actually Mario Kart Eight. Mm. And the story about that one is, you know, because I've been, I'll, I'll admit, I've been trying to convert my wife into a gamer 
like a video <laughs> gamer. Because she grew up playing like card games and stuff. Didn't have too many video games in the house. And like when we were dating, I was her introduction into video games, anime, superheroes, to deep to a deeper degree, all that type of stuff. And so, you know, it's it's been a process. <laughs> but anyway, so we'd play a bunch of Mario Kart and we actually went through and when I first got the game, we, we got we finished all the cups together because, you know, you can do the uh, what they call the Grand Prix in uh, multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. We got gold and all of them. And um, she saw me play and she was like, how do you do that? How do you drift? You know, how do you know when to use weapons? <laughs> how do you keep a shell behind you? And so I would teach her things one by one. She would practice them. Like she was investing the work. And then it was a, it was speedrunners all over again, where we wouldn't necessarily do one v ones, but like there was times I'd come in second place, and I'd be like, okay, <laughs> and so I'd have to slide up on the chair, and we 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 go at it. <laughs> Lean forward um, a little. He's like, ah, I didn't want to have to do this, but uh. <laughs> yeah, dude, nothing feels better. No, not a lot of people will get this, but nothing feels better to me than playing Smash Bros with Caleb. And then suddenly he leans forward after you take a stock. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yes. <laughs> I have done it. I've won in my mind. Time to turn <laughs> up. Nothing like it. No. You know, and then he beats you. You know what's interesting? Like, like as as, I've, as Shailene plays games, like, um, I think, people, you know, everyone has different styles on how they approach their entertainment, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me, like, it's variety. So, at any given time, I might be playing, like, five different games, right? Like, so... You know, I play Minecraft with her. Of course, I play um, Overcooked. You know, right now I'm playing Mario Rabbids. I'm playing God of War. I'm probably about to start Spider-Man. I finally got it, y'all. So yeah, let's Um, go, dude. And then uh, Division Two. You know, like I'll be playing whatever. Like, and I'll keep my attract. They're all in my mind simultaneously, and I'll just play what I feel. But I lazy Susan. Yes, it's like, what's next? What's on? You know, and sometimes I play a game super hardcore for a long time. But, like, I find that uh, Shailene's more of, like, a, like, she gets kind of focused on a thing. Like, she's really into, like, Criminal Minds. And she'll watch Criminal Minds from beginning to end. And there's, like, 90 seasons, you know. (laughs) But that'll be the only thing she watches. And then she finishes it. And then she starts a new season, a new show. Like, oh, I'm going to watch X. Oh, wow. Beginning to end. Finishes it. You know, and then she's like, you know what? I want to rewatch Criminal Minds, and she'll rewatch the whole thing in Criminal Minds. <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes I'll be like, I'm like, wait, I thought I saw this episode already. She's like, oh yeah, I'm just rewatching it. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, uh, the same with The Office. You know, that's one of her favorite shows. Ooh. So um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try watching New Girl with Keisha when we move in together because <laughs> of you, Brad. Yeah, I started. I never finished New Girl. This. Uh, when it got to a certain season, I was like, I think I'm good. You know, like that's kind of how I am. So, so I was like, I think I got it. I think I get this. Um, that is how you are. I don't understand. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. I do with movies. I don't understand, but with long shows, I can definitely movies, just stop watching. Movies are just like when they're bad to me, it's egregious, <laughs> and I just can't. I'm just like, I can't do this. Like I know this what's man will happen. stop five minutes before a movie ends if he decides it's not worth uh, it. Yeah, what? Because, because because sometimes to me, and, and this could be a whole another conversation for another day, but <laughs> to me, sometimes I prefer to stop an experience before I'm truly hated. You oh, know, like, snap. Like, I'd rather walk away mm-hmm. being like, you know what? I dislike this than walk away like, I hate you. You know, because at least <laughs> in my mind, I still have some love for you. But it's better to just, you know, just walk away, you know. <laughs> I feel getting... differently. I'm, 
I, I'm willing to transition into hate watching mid movie if that's what it takes. No, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, red succumbing to senioritis while watching a movie. A hundred percent. Like I was started watching a sci fi movie recently and I was the like Europa Report. <laughs> I will never see that's what I'm saying. I should have stopped Europa <laughs> Report. But I said, you know what, let me continue. It might get better. I know. It's, it might get it's better. The one movie you finished. And it just got worse. That's how I felt. You know? <laughs> that's exactly how um, I felt. And, and sci-fi movies, I'll say this, are a little bit different. I like sci-fi so much, it, I'll just go through all the way, you know, like 90% of the time. But recently I watched a movie, I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> just, I just can't. I can't do this. I'm going to get angry, Cut. you know. We should we should have a Europa report a Euro, Europa report episode. A Europa report watch it. report. <laughs> yes, we should do it. We'll watch it again. Oh my god! And we'll just we'll just bag on it for an hour. I've never watched it. We're gonna make you'll, you watch you'll it. Be blessed in oh, the gosh. wrong direction. <laughs> we should also do a sunshine. Yeah, I he mean, hasn't seen sunshine. sunshine. Is the greatest movie that nobody's ever seen. So, exactly. Like, we really should watch it's it. So good. But um talk about it. Just <laughs> anyway. Just going back. Yeah, let's note those things. I'll write these down. Europa report and you know, but um but yeah, like Shailene is very much more focused. So I think for her when it comes to gaming, it's like she plays a game and then that's all she's gonna play. And the problem is, like, Minecraft is the kind of game that like you know, like there is an no, end. That no end. And also I think for her it's also like she doesn't always feel like playing a game. You know what I'm saying? And I think for me, sometimes I don't feel like playing a game, but because of what gaming is in my life, yeah, I'll still play. Like, I'll be like, I don't feel like playing right now. I'm like, you know what? I want to keep playing because I want to finish this game. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's kind of like Same. An, an honor system. So I, I think <laughs> maybe if, if, if she gets past that wall where she becomes kind of like an honor gamer, <laughs> then maybe she'll play more games and switch it up. But yeah i wonder when you actually like get past that point to where like it's i guess integrated into your life to where it's one of those because it's kind of like a passive thing at that point you know Mm -hmm. i think for some people like it takes so much effort to you know get into the game that playing it is actually you know you have to be in the right mindset to do it whereas if you grew up playing games then you might as well be like you know Reading a book, watching TV, watching just yeah. something like it's, it's super more natural. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I. I you know, I have a feeling like I, I, this is just my personal opinion. And I wonder what you to hear y'all's opinion as well. My opinion is when you start to think about it outside of that experience itself, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I, I can the best example I can use is MMA because I wasn't into MMA a few years ago. And I went to, you know, one of the events with some of the guys. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. This event was awesome, right? But I'd walk away from the fight and I'd never think about it again, right? Then I'd go to another fight and I'd meet new characters. That's like like new storylines. And then, oh, interesting. I wouldn't care. And then yeah. eventually I knew enough information that like I'd hear, like like in the past, I might hear the same information, but I wouldn't engage with it. Like, Oh, Conor McGregor got into an issue with the police. You know, I would, okay, cool. I'll just keep it moving. But now I'll just, you know, I would start clicking on those articles or I'd start like, sure, you know, looking right. deeper. And then all of a sudden, like, I would go and be like, oh, I wonder when this person is fighting, you know, and I'd search mm. their name. And then, oh, I wonder if there's another card this weekend, you know, and then eventually it just became almost like a routine where in my mind, like MMA is just like a part of the the program, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. So, so, so I don't know. It's like you you invested so much into it. Like now now you have like inherent value from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do y'all think? What do y'all think it takes for somebody to make that jump? Uh, peer pressure. <laughs> You better play. You better play this game. Well, not not like maybe not like active peer pressure, but the need to like belong, mm. or maybe somewhere in between. Maybe it's like, interesting. hey, I want you to play with me. Come get out of yourself a little bit and do this new thing. Persuasion. And then the other part of it is like, oh, I see how my friends playing. Let me see what that's about. So, oh, do yeah. you, so, do, so do you think it's more like like a friend group versus like an individual? Because like. You probably could keep telling Keisha to play a game, but she might not be into it. But do you think if like four or five of her friends were playing a game, she might be more? Is that oh, right? so for Keisha specifically? No, yeah, I'm just I think... using her as like an example, but just as a human being. Like, It depends on the person, I would say. I think some people are like latent gamers. Like they'd be willing, they'd, they would enjoy it if only they gave it a chance. And so if you pose it to them, there's not much friction. On the other hand, there's people who also would enjoy it but there's maybe more friction yeah i think um, if if somebody yeah. sees you enjoying it or like you can i guess format it in a way that is more like they can glean Accessible. that they'll enjoy it yeah type of thing Trans- transference of passion there you go yeah sports sports <laughs> i mean making things accessible yeah if you can easily explain like oh this is what's happening Maybe the story or, like, what's literally happening on the screen. Mm -hmm. I can say that that, what exactly you just said, being able to explain what's happening is the exact reason why I couldn't convince Julie to play Animal Crossing. Mm. I couldn't really effectively explain what was happening as I was playing. Like, I could tell her verbatim, and she could see it, what was happening in the game, but there was no way for me to explain why any of it mattered. What it feels like to play. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There are some so games that are more subtle, and they're probably more difficult to like make someone understand. Like, why is how is this yeah. a game? I still don't understand how Animal Crossing is a game. No. To be honest, it's, it's 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 an interesting thing because it's like long term goals, right? Like in Animal Crossing, sure. it's like you're doing a thing because say you want to pay off your debt, like, but you're mm-hmm. doing this to do this, so you can do this, so you can do this, so you can do this and get this, and to try to explain that to somebody who doesn't inherently get that is like impossible yeah but you know but in football it's like i'm trying to win the games and then i'm trying to win the super bowl okay cool <laughs> like <that's it. laughs> two objectives done you yeah know? it's like delayed gratification the game but your gratification isn't delayed if you never start playing it because <laughs> <laughs> like tom nook is the reason why you have to do any of this stuff so if you mm-hmm. never even pick up you know you never meet him then then what is you, this yeah but it's interesting because, like, for a game like Minecraft, which has no objective, like... Also very subtle. It's very subtle. But, like, for Shailene, like, she could just sit in there and say, she'll make her own object. I want to make a garden. That's yeah. what she just said one day. Like, I want to make a garden. And she just... I mean, that's what that's what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, like, nobody told her that. She just saw flowers and she knows there's oh. different ones. And she was like, oh, I want every type of flower. And she would just go on her own journeys. Like, we'd be playing together, and I'd be like, where are you? She's like, I don't know, but I'm following the flowers. Like, and she'd come back with hundreds of flowers. Like, and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was driving her to play, you know? And 
it's like maybe it's it's also like you like you can you can infer your own goals in the game like oh i'm playing mario kart i want to be first you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i don't think it's just like i want to be good at mario kart it's like i always want to win you know i always like a racing game is pretty straightforward you know what i'm saying sure when you think about it like compared to if you're not first you're last mm-hmm. that might be why keisha doesn't like the idea of minecraft because i don't really play i don't play and I'm not really one who's into make your own fun type games mm-hmm. uh, where it's just very loose. And so, you know, when she asked me about it, I didn't really know what to tell her. I was like, yeah, it's kind of like living in the living in the Lego set is kind of how I described it. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think I think if I was into it and I could explain why I liked it, maybe she'd be willing to look past the the big blocks you know <laughs> the the pixel art interesting that is an interesting point because i think one of the impetuses for shylene being down to play minecraft was that me and kyle were playing minecraft a lot and she would oh yeah sit in on our crazy circumstances of being in a cave and things going bad and like us trying to figure out like we're lost in this cave you know like she would watch mm-hmm. it and then she's like hmm i want to try this you know or she might note something maybe i wasn't i was just playing she was just watching She's like, oh, why are you doing that? You know, she might ask me that. And I'm like, oh, we're trying to, like, make better armor. Interesting. Like, and it's like she'd see it repeatedly, like, mm. engage with it. Um, and actually, that makes a lot of sense because Shailene is starting to get into um, MMA, like UFC. And it's because I watch UFC pretty much every weekend if there's a fight or every other. And she'll, you know, uh, she doesn't have anything to do at the moment. She'll sit down with me. And then she's like, who's, you know, and then I'm so passionate about it. I'll explain every single fight. Like, oh, this person's been fighting for six will. years and da, da 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 And this person hates this guy. And this guy hates this guy. And this guy's known for this. And she's just like taking in like, oh, interesting. And then. You know, one day she'll see an article in like the same way. She's like, I told her one time, I was like, oh, you know, I know you're interested in this person. You told me you like them. Did you know this? She was like, oh, yeah, I read an article about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, and I was wow. like, okay. Like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. That's an interesting yeah. thing that you brought up about. I think that's a, a huge thing. The ob- objectives in games are like, I think they have the connotation that you must have quests, right? Mm-hmm. Like there must be somebody telling you what to do. There must be a list of things to do. But it's like, if that were the case, then these sandbox games would fall apart. But yeah, yeah. But like you said, because you can make your own object, uh, you can make your own objectives. And I guess the systems in place are so predictable, but in an interesting mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like, I think there's plenty of games where. You have a lot of freedom, right? Maybe you can pick up flowers even, but you can't put them back down. And if you can put them back down, it's restricted where you can put them down. Like you have to buy the property or something crazy. And it's like with those limits off as well as like this structured system, then you can create those objectives and know that 90%, 99% of the time in Minecraft's case, you'll be able to follow through with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think it's like the expectations are clear, but also you'll get unexpected results sometimes, right? Like you'll do a thing, oh, like yeah. this is how this works, and it always works this way. And then one day you'll put a flower in a certain type of material, and then it does a thing. And then you go, mm-hmm. wait, do other things do this? And then now you want to <laughs> yeah. go and you'll figure out more. And I think that's engaging to any type of player. Um, so I, I, I so 
we're, we're kind of coming up on our time here. So I want to throw something out at you guys. Um, this is actually something me and Kyle have already discussed, but maybe we can mm-hmm. uh, take it to the next level. So so me and Kyle were talking about doing uh, a double date, basically, you know, Shailene and I, him and Julie. And we, we've done it before. It was a blast. You know, shout out to yes. um, well, who was the game we played? Uh, Fibbage? Uh, no, 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 no. It was uh, one of those Jackbox. Jackbox. Was it a Jackbox, Jackbox game? Jackbox, right? Yeah, you don't Jack know Jack? One of the one of the you games in Jackbox's Jack footage. Yeah. It was a whole bunch of games we played. All I remember yeah. is Snatch a Wig, <laughs> what, and something <laughs> else. It was really really hilarious. But anyway, it was wild. Um, it was wild. But um, we were talking about like doing it again, and then Kyle had thrown out, "Oh, maybe we could all play Minecraft together." And and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'd be down." You know, I know Shailene would be down. Like relatively, like Shailene doesn't want to be in a competitive space. That's for sure. I know that. Like she's sure. she's not trying to compete with nobody, really. Um, that kind of takes the joy out of it. But also, she's competitive, so I don't know. We'll see about that. <laughs> but she, I was like, oh, you know. So so maybe you know when when the time comes after you've been wedded, maybe we can do a triple after you know date of playing Minecraft and seeing mm. how, how we can make something out of that. Do something together. Um, but but maybe me and Kyle can start it <laughs> and then and go from there. I don't know. Yeah, I've got to introduce Julie formally to Minecraft. She's aware of it, but I don't think she's ever played it. Yeah, sit her down. Yeah, I, I've i never played it. Keisha's never played it. That's kind of a hard sell, but I guess I'd be willing to try. Well, play with us maybe and see where, you know, and then I don't know. Like, I never had any appeal in Minecraft. I thought it was just like, what is this stupid game? Same. But, and then, like, we played together one time with, like, Antoine and some of the guys from BBN. And then it was, like, interesting. And then we played again. And I was like, oh. And then again, I was like, oh. You know, so. Um, Every time, huh? Yeah, a, little, a, little, <laughs> a little bit more. A little bit more. And it's actually, one of those... so maybe, maybe I play on PC and she plays on the Switch. And we play like that. Ooh. Yeah, you could do that. Um, that's whoever had, yeah, probably her play on PC because that makes it easier. So she doesn't have to get, like, a, a Switch live whatever it's called what is what's it called she would play on my switch yeah, yeah. oh yeah but it would be based on your account it, it, and, and that'd be fine well it'd be fine but let me tell you something this is what happened <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious with you and i'm, and I'm pay, putting this out as like a thought process i would say let her play on her own account because what happened is shailene played with me and then eventually she wanted to play by herself and and then i'd have my own account and i couldn't play <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I recommend giving her her own like, mm, profile. For safety. Yeah. Mm. So well, I assume it. it's not cross-play. So she'd be playing on my Nintendo account, but it'd be her Minecraft. Account. Yeah, but it's, but it's it the same. I'll look into it. I'm not I'm not married to anything. I'm willing to take your suggestion. If yeah. I'm yeah, we'll be married to her. Hey. You know. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but, but as far as Minecraft goes, it is associated directly to your account, your Minecraft account and your so it is one and the same. But anyway, I can explain that later. But um, because uh, I've played on the Switch with Shailene and different platforms. It's cross-platform. So um, cool. Good to know. So yeah, um, just like Fortnite. Just, just, just like Fortnite, and almost like Apex, unless you're PlayStation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, good times. So anyway, <laughs> um, cool. I mean, it it sounds like we figured it out. Minecraft is the answer to all our problems, um, to convincing our, our significant others, friends, and family. Oh, and the Wii, you know. Yeah, I got actually Minecraft and Wii. 
Mario Kart. Oh, I was going to say this. The only other game that I have found that has crossed all barriers for sure is uh, the stupid, like, dance games and, like, <laughs> oh, the, yeah. the rock bands. Like, oh, those, yeah. those games have have transferred beyond barriers. So that's Guitar Hero is a phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like Guitar Hero because I struggled with the fingers. But once Rock Band came out, I was like, yeah, I like that. What? They were the same game. No, they were different. No, Rock, rock Band had drums. Rock Band had drums. <laughs> and and rock Band had singing. Rock Band had uh, guitar and bass. It was different. It was different. I think, I think Guitar Hero eventually copied them. They did. They did, but, but not. By then, Rock Band had already <laughs> eaten their lunch. Yeah. Guitar, they, yeah, they did. They did totally copy them, hundred percent. To get, <laughs> hey, got to get that money and that fast money, that quick money, and then they're like, peace. peace. Uh, but they still making just dances for the Wii, so. Yeah. Yep. So I think last year was the last game. Ah. <laughs> like you got to think I mean, about that. Like the parents out there, like, yo, we still got to buy these some games for these kids. What's five dollars? <laughs> and something that we know they're like anyway like oh let's get just dance 12 just dance. for the Wii. like they don't want to buy a new system like come no. on like you love your kids buy them a new system <laughs> uh anyway <laughs> so um any last remarks from y'all fellas before we get get out of here for the people just a warning about minecraft we might have mentioned it but i just want to make sure to to tell kiesha in case she doesn't like that type of game it is a very much find the fun type of game and that's what mm-hmm. deterred me in the beginning okay yeah i mean honestly i think the it you don't say anything <laughs> <laughs> like just like just play because because the more caveats you give you know like i like oh like this you won't like this but you're like this like the more the person thinks like uh i don't know that's true yeah, yeah. It's just like yo you'll have a great time you know like you have a great time, you know. Like we're we're gamers, so we kind of get that. But I think if you're not, it might be. Uh... Just tell us that you can, you know, make houses and flowers, and you can get married if you'd like to. Ooh! Oh heck yes! We can <laughs> <laughs> um, plan our dream house. You really could. You me, current. Actually, the thing that me and Shailene are currently working on is building our our current uh, townhouse, uh, one for one. We already built the structure, so now it's just like decorating and putting everything together making it look like the house so um nice one one for one floor plan like like truly so spacing and everything so anyway um because i'm an engineer (laughs) and i'm a nerd so that's what i gotta do it (laughs) uh upstairs and downstairs so cool um well everybody out there in the internet's worlds and the super agile bro nation we love you guys thank you so much for listening uh thank you kyle Thank you, always Steve. I thank you always for... Did you just call me Sneeze? Well, now I will. That is your new nickname. Thank you, Sneeze. For your <laughs> you, <time. are> <laughs> you gave it to yourself. Uh, for Sneeze. your time. Uh, you know, Achu. And... Um, <laughs> um, anyway. Um, I will... Uh, <laughs> not we, me but we will see you guys next time I appreciate you guys listening definitely uh, tell us your stories about your, your friends and families playing games with y'all your significant others what's your plan to uh, convert them into gamers if they're not already or have you been converted into a gamer from somebody else who loves you because they know the best for you 
and we want you to do the right thing. Um, if they have, tell us your story and share it with the world. But um, uh, thank you guys for listening um, to all our YouTube fans, to all our uh, 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 Spotify That's fans. <laughs> That's it. Did you say? That's it. <laughs> um, to all our Spotify fans, to all our SoundCloud fans, to all our Google, you know, podcast fans, all our Stitcher fans. Thank you. And until next time, peace.